hey, this is Trevor. Sorry, I can't come to the phone right now. But if you leave me a message, I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Hey, Trevor, call me back, all right? You obviously know what we need to talk about. Sending a lot of prayers towards Hamlin, Damar Hamlin and his family and just hoping for the best. And I'm going to put it out there. I'm going to put it out there. He's going to be better. He's going to get better. I got to say it. I got to say it. Uh, let's talk some hockey, too. Why not? We haven't talked in a while. Begsy, call me back. Good morning. Trevor, happy new year. Life, man. Life is life's something else, man. I think everyone is, is thinking about just that, especially if... You're a fan of the NFL. Uh, yeah. How's it going, Begsy? Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm doing all right. Happy New Year to you, bud. Hope, uh, you know, it's, this is year 30 for us on this planet, eh? That's something else. You're not both turning the big 3-0 this year. How are you feeling about that, first and foremost? I'm feeling... I'm not, I'm not feeling old, but I feel as if... I got a... Not feeling old, you're just feeling crusty. No, not crusty. I gotta. I, I just feel as if, <laughs> and I'm getting there, but I'm getting closer and closer to, you know, try to make the most of every fucking day, man. For real, for real, for real. Yeah, so I that's think how uh, I you, you, yeah, that's why you and I are always chatting all the time. I think we both have yeah. similar similar mentalities to life, and uh, hopefully we can spread that energy to other people because you know life life is pretty good, man. Life is pretty good, especially if you're living here on the West Coast. You got your health. Yeah. Um, and yeah, obviously that's that's gonna be in everyone's mind if you're a sports fan after what happened last night with uh, Demar Hamlin, and uh, I just uh, hope hope to God he's okay. And you know, he, he the glass half full thing is he's gonna receive the best medical care in the world. And yeah, it's just uh, you know, sports is obviously great escapism, but this is a pretty stone cold reminder that you know at the end of the day it is just sports, and uh, there are more important things in life, including. Uh, uh, people's health. So yeah. I'm glad that the NFL did the right call. Like, I, so I was at the pub last night, right? This is supposed to be the biggest game of the year. Uh, I was tied for first in the pool standings with a chance to win, I don't know, about 400 bucks if if the Bengals won a high-scoring game. And, you know, it's it got off to a great start. Bengals get the touchdown. Bills get the field goal. It's kind of like exactly the game I thought was going to happen, you know? Both teams moving the ball. But, uh, yeah, at the end of the day, it's uh, – you know, I was talking to people at the pub, and guys were saying, like, oh, yeah, they're, they're going to continue with the game. They're going to continue with the game. It's the NFL, the money-hungry bastards. And I'm like, well, you make a great point. But I'm like, damn, like, look at this. These Bills players are crying on the field. Like, this is a serious situation. This is life and death. Like, they're not yeah, playing. Yeah, yeah. And, and, you, you and know I'm, glad, I'm glad they made the right call. Because, you know, with the corporation like the NFL, I guess you never know, right? Yeah, you never know. And uh, we've watched sports for decades. You and I can say that now, okay? We've been on this earth for a very long time. We've watched sports decades and we've seen incidents kind of similar to that kind of similar to that and one big difference between this one and some of the other ones and I think this is the big reason why the game ultimately got canceled was because Hamlin wasn't okay he didn't give the thumbs up it was uncertain and you can't Mm -hmm. really play the game of football after seeing one of your brothers go off like that and again not signaling to the people with the thumbs up that he or she is okay. He just It's just not going to work. And I can't see any sporting competition continue when, again, one of your teammates gets hurt and is not signaling that sign of 
don't worry, don't worry. It just hurts a lot, but I'm still here. Whereas yesterday and even today in the morning, there's just so much uncertainty and it's, yeah, it's just, uh, it's, it's sad. It's not fair. I think that's the best way to put it. It's not fair. I mean, you, you look at the dude and I don't know much about the player. I've said it many times, like life is super busy and I'm a diehard Packers fan and I really only, only got time to, you know, hone in on one team and focus on all things Packers and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, we're just learning more about uh, Hamlin. That's how you say it, right? Hamlin? Yeah, yeah, DeMar Hamlin. We're, we're learning more and more about him and his generosity. And just over the last, what, 14 hours, I believe, $3 million has been raised in his toy drive that he, I guess he started during the holiday season or maybe before. It's just... Yeah, I think it was like... Just that type of guy, you know? Actually. It's... it's it's sad, and I, I, I said it, you know, a minute ago. It's life is not fair sometimes, and how could that happen to a dude like that? And I guess we're going to find out more and more as the day goes on. And I'm just praying that he's okay and we can learn from this. And, yeah, it's it's scary, man. It's scary. It's scary and yeah. not fair. Yeah, I mean, what are we, we going to learn from it, though, really? I mean, I'm kind of curious what you think on that because – it was just—it was a pretty innocent-looking play, and uh, I know there's a bit of a, a lack of protection there sometimes, like right in the middle of the chest. But you know, it was one of those plays that can happen to anyone, and I think that's yeah. the scary thing about it. And that's why, you know, when the game was temporarily suspended, we didn't know what was going to happen. It's like, you know, uh, as a player, like when you see something like that happen, you go, "Fuck, that could have happened to me." Yeah. You know, like how do you go back on there afterwards? So. Um, I mean, I, I'm curious what your thoughts are for this game going forward. Like, do you think they're going to play? Will it be rescheduled or will they cancel it and call it a tie or something? Ooh, yeah, that's a that's a good question because I just realized that they can't really postpone this game later into the week because there's more football to be played on Sunday. Like, this is a bit of a yeah, exactly. confusing uh, situation, but... All yeah, all, and the Bills flew back to Buffalo last night. I mean, yeah. not obviously they can hop on a flight and get back there. That's not a huge issue, but it's, you know, they're not even in the city anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I haven't really thought much about the game. I'm just kind of focused on if the dude is yeah. uh, getting better better or not. I, I feel as if that's across the board with the NFL. I feel like I feel like all the teams practicing today are practicing a little less because, mm-hmm. again, one of the brothers uh, went down like that. And, again, just, just praying that homie is – it's gonna see, it's gonna see life again for real, for real. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think that's that's a deciding factor. Like mm-hmm. you know, if Demar Hamlin is still maybe you know, I, I don't know if you want to call it a coma or not, but I guess he's he's asleep with the breathing tube right now. So you know, if he continues that way throughout the day and he doesn't wake up, which uh, I'm not a medical professional, who the fuck knows, but say he doesn't wake up, like I just don't see this game being played. Yeah, I wonder. Um, if, I wonder if like any other games get played like this. Yeah, and it's just ah, just it's just interesting. And I haven't really given it given it much thought. No, we're thinking yeah. right now, man. We're thinking right now. We're thinking right now. We're thinking right now. Prayers up to Demar, yeah, Hamlin, 100%. and the family. 100%, I know what what did you what did you get up to for New Year's, bro? I, I got to say, this is the first New Year's in my life where I did not stay up past midnight. Oh man, what did I get up for New Year's, man? Uh New Year's was was something else, man. Okay, I I really didn't do much. 
too much. I went out for dinner with the girl, and then we went back to the crib and just just talked, man. Just talked. It was a busy year. It was a busy last 12 months, and it was nice to sit down with the girl and just talk, man. You know, you know how important that is, right, to talk and listen to your girl. You know it. Come on, man. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! yeah. Oh yeah! Hundred percent, man. Yeah, I, like I told you before, I think I might have told you before uh, we got to New Year's Eve, but I did not watch the Vancouver Canucks game that night. And I instead, you know, wife and I had a little night in, played a couple games. Um, She's pregnant, so you know, I went went to the the bar in the kitchen, you know, whipped up some Shirley Temples, you know, I'm just just doing my thing, man. Just doing my thing. So, but yeah, man, it's like you know, it's just me and my wifey. She's pregnant. It's getting late. It's like, yeah, what, what are we going to arbitrarily stay up to midnight just because? It's like, nah. But then it broke a streak, man. It broke a streak, yeah. Like I said, I don't think I'd gone to bed before midnight on New Year's since I was a kid or maybe a teenager. So you didn't even make it to 12 o'clock? I didn't make it to 12, bro. Whoa. I know. I know. It's a sign of getting old right now. That is something else, man. I didn't. I did not know that. Yeah, I know you. You talked about you know not being old and crusty, but I might be getting old and crusty, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not old and crusty, man. I know. I know this is a really, uh, a really important year for us because it's our last year in our twenties, and we're about to hit that big three zero. And my goal is to, you know, obviously feel young forever. And I'm talking body wise, you know, just feel young feel as if I can still move around in the mind. You know, I want to get wiser. I want to get wiser. I want to be smarter. And I think that's what I'm going to be focusing on a lot this year. I, I told I told a good pal of mine, the only resolution was to hang out with you longer in 2023. And I'm not talking to you. I'm talking about my dog, Loki. I, I talked to Loki last right, week, right, and, I, and I told right. myself the only resolution that I had was to spend more time with my dog. And yeah, that's, that's a good one, man. Loki's a gem. Loki, Loki was Loki at the party. He was, he was at the party, man. He was at the party, man. What a party, man. Yeah, yeah, dude. I was like, I, I vaguely remember seeing Loki at some point, you know? Yeah, Loki's <laughs> a good pal, man. And I've told you many times over the last two years, and I've told you too many times over the last two years that I've just spent less and less time with Loki, and I've feel as I feel as if I've used him more, other than being there for him. I've somewhat been more drawn to Loki when I was in need of a walk or I was in need of some thoughts and some escapism. And I don't think mm-hmm. that's a, a really healthy relationship, uh, healthy. Uh, what am I trying to say here? I, I don't really think that's healthy for a relationship to keep it simple. Yeah. You're, you're, do, you're doing it more for you than you're yeah, doing exactly. it for Loki. That's not cool. That's not cool. Loki's a, Loki's a, a good boy. Hey, speaking of relationships, that relationship between the Canucks and Bo Horvat, it's it's there, but it's, it's not rocky. there too. It's, <laughs> it's it's not going to end with the Vancouver Canucks, and I've seen those rumors about the Rangers and potential players, and and the name that keeps coming up is Lafreniere. I think I think I'm saying that right. The former first overall pick, if I'm correct on that. I I just don't see that happening. That's not going to happen. That's that's us being hopeful. That's us trying to draw up some attention, maybe, you know, use a rumor and create a rumor to ultimately get our way, but it's it's not going to happen. 
I'm just going to put this out there right now. I think there's a lot of stupid takes right now yeah. on uh, on the interweb about this potential deal. I think a lot of people are saying, like, oh, wow, the Canucks trade Bo for Lafreniere. Bo's way better than Lafreniere. The Rangers have to add to it. Let's let's shut the fuck up on that, okay? NHL GMs, they're getting savvier. They're getting smarter. Like, we live in a cap world where, hey, this you know, doesn't really make sense from a cap perspective without some serious logistics. But aside from that, we're talking about a soon-to-be 28-year-old player in Bo Horvat who is vastly outperforming expectations right now. Um, and he's due for a massive raise. On the other hand, you have Lafreniere, who is, I won't say vastly, but he's underperforming based on his potential. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I, I look at Horvat and Lafreniere, and right now they're both second-line players in the NHL. You just have one that's almost 28, needs the big raise, and is playing above expectations. The other is a former first overall pick who just turned 21 years old, underperforming the rangers are not trading away alexis lafreniere for bo horvat it's not happening they don't need a guy like bo horvat they already signed a similar player in vincent trocek to a long-term deal this offseason yeah i think from uh, for a number of reasons this trade's not happening um yeah i know it's fun to talk about in the rumor mill but i think you know people who are thinking that this trade's gonna happen you know they need to uh you know, get their heads checked. <laughs> Think about it a little bit harder. A hundred percent. And you brought up the point, you know, general managers across the NHL, maybe they're not all around getting smarter, but I feel as if the return on trades involving bigger players collectively has been getting lower and lower. And it is what it is. It's just harder to make those deals and it's yeah, hard and, to win. And cap dollars play just play a huge exactly. they, they play a huge part of that, right? I mean, Bo is gonna push eight million dollars a season, whereas Lafreniere is RFA. Basically what he's playing is gonna be a couple million a season. Yeah. Plus he's got the potential of being a star in this league because he's yeah, a first happening. overall pick it's that just turned twenty one. I, I don't think happening. the Rangers are giving up on this guy yet. It's it's I mean happening. they're not giving up on this guy yet. I'd be shocked. Dude, I, I'm gonna tell you something, okay? And, and we're gonna end the conversation right here. I, I've been reading this book called Sapiens or Sapien. I think everyone kind of knows about this book. It's just been on the shelves for years and years and years. And they were talking about how human beings, a.k.a. Homo sapiens, were the only human species to survive all these years. Because apparently there were four different types of human species back in the day. And Homo sapiens were the only ones that were able to do it because of their ability to conversate and ultimately start rumors and ultimately think about things and talk about things that they weren't able to see. We were the only species that was able to do that. And apparently like being able to dream and fantasize about what could be there in the future and not in front of us in reality helped us, you know, do some magical things and survive and being able to start rumors. And again, talk about unrealistic things is just in us. It's in us. It's in us. And, it's really in us in the city of Vancouver and for years and years mm-hmm. and years. And, you know, again, I'll bring it up again. We've been here for decades and decades. This is what our city does. And it's what happens when I feel as if, you know, in the mid two thousands, 10 years ago, you know, the Canucks were the shit, you know, they're a prominent team, a really important team, a really, a really strong team. Maybe this wasn't the case then, but for most of the time, I feel as if the Vancouver Canucks have always been a part of like these fabricated, trade rumors and offers because there's just so much uncertainty with this organization and it's been the case for quite some time. Yeah. <laughs> for the majority of our lives. It you is, know, you can say new, new direction for the Canucks, but yeah, uh, no, I'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> exactly, man. Exactly. Okay. One love. Take care of yourself. Uh, yeah. Just, I guess that's the message, man. Like, 
it's unfortunate how we can see what happened yesterday and use that as an example to like really focus on what's important in life. And it's like, you don't want to see that shit though, but it's weird how life works and one love to Hamlin and the family and the bills and the players and yeah, crazy. Yeah. hundred percent, man. One love to you. One love to DeMar Hamlin and uh, yeah, talk soon, man. Happy New Year to you. Peace, peace, peace.